Is your weight regained since bariatric surgery more than you hoped it would be? Has your appetite significantly increased? Cravings too? Have friends mentioned or have you read that you might need a weight loss medication? How do you know if that's a smart move for you? Don't go anywhere. Let's talk about seven things you should know about Wagovi and Ozempic for weight loss after weight loss surgery. I want you to be prepared. So if you do decide to ask about it, you can have a knowledgeable discussion with your healthcare provider. Get ready for the holidays and new year. ProCare has a new multivitamin soft chew that comes with three delicious fruit flavors. With flexible dosing, you can accommodate your whole family's vitamin needs, and it even includes iron. Paired with calcium chews and our new protein powder. Visit ProCareNow.com and use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast, episode number 130. Are you tired of all the hype and confusion when it comes to nutrition, especially bariatric nutrition? Eat this food? No. Don't eat that food. Take this magical supplement. Skip certain meals. Try this diet to reset your pouch. Or heck, just do a detox. It's enough to make you say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. It matters where you get your nutrition information. When it comes to your bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through the hype. Let's get the accurate nutrition information you want. Simple strategies. They're going to work in your real life. I want you to feel good. Get out there every day. Do the things you want to do. That's why I do the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast. It's for you. You're in the right place. I'm glad you're listening. Are you receiving the weekly newsletter called Breaking Down Nutrition? If not, sign up today on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. You'll be the first to know about giveaways or product specials, helpful tips, the latest podcast, and upcoming interviews you don't want to miss. And speaking of what you don't want to miss, in two weeks, I'll be talking about non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And you might have seen it abbreviated NAFLD. It often occurs together with weight gain. I want you to understand what it is and how you can eat to change it. Well, since the weight loss drug Wagovi was approved by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration in 2021, there has been a tremendous interest in it. Did you hear that it was out of stock for a while, so it could not be prescribed to new patients who wanted it to, and who fit the criteria? And then some people who were taking it had to stop as they could not get their prescriptions filled. Maybe you also heard of the celebrities who didn't fit the prescribing criteria for the medication, but they were taking it for quick weight loss so they could look a certain way for a certain function. Wondering if Wagovi is right for you? Would it be another tool in your toolbox? Notice I didn't say the tool. Well, here are seven things I want you to know, and I want you to consider each one. So should you decide that this might be something for you, you can have an intelligent conversation with your healthcare provider. Number one, the FDA approved subcutaneous under the skin semaglutide 
That's the generic name for long-term weight management in 2021. Semaglutide is the generic name for Wagovi, which is used for weight loss, and also the generic name for Ozempic, which is used to treat type 2 diabetes. Okay, first thing, important to know, this is the same drug. Wagovi and Ozempic are both semaglutide, different names. The dose prescribed is different. Wagovi is prescribed at a higher doses of 1.7 and 2.4 milligrams once weekly. Number two, semaglutide, and that's the generic name I'll be using a lot of times. Again, meaning the brand name that you know, Wagovi or Ozempic, is in a class of drugs called glucagon-like peptide 1 receptor agonist. Okay, no, you don't have to take science, I promise, but this is important to know. We'll just call it GLP-1 for short. That's where you see it in the journals and the various articles. Well, what the heck is it? What you need to know is these drugs, whether Wagovi or Ozempic, mimic a natural hormone released when you eat called glucagon-1-like or glucagon-like peptide 1. So what you're thinking? Well, the drug targets areas of your brain that help regulate appetite and how much you eat. Basically, the drug improves communication between your gut and your brain. This is one reason obesity is more than just lifestyle. It works in the brain to curb your appetite and also works in the stomach to slow down how fast the stomach empties. Well, this results in you feeling less hungry and more satisfied with a small portion. What does that sound similar to? Exactly the way you feel after surgery, right? Well, if you've been struggling now with constantly thinking about food and being hungry, this decrease in appetite could be beneficial as it may take the focus off of food. Well, the drug also helps the pancreas release the correct amount of insulin when blood sugar levels are elevated. Insulin helps move sugar from the blood into body cells where it is used for energy. Number three. Wagovi is prescribed for long-term weight management. Notice I said long-term weight management, which results in a range of 5 to 15% loss of body weight over time. And there's always a range and why every person's different, right? Just like you know that your surgery is different from somebody else's surgery, the weight loss varies person to person. And Wagovi is an injection that you give yourself weekly. Number four, don't miss this. So if you're multitasking, really listen closely. Wagovi is not meant to be used as the only tool in your toolbox. It's just an answer to weight gain. It's meant to be used along with your high-protein bariatric eating plan and increased movement, so more movement and exercise program. But it's also truly most successful with a comprehensive treatment strategy, which also involves mental health. So number five, would you benefit from semaglutide, specifically Wagovi? Are there certain medical parameters that must be met for a prescription? I'm so glad you asked. Yes. So 
currently whether or not we like body mass index, also called BMI, whether we like that measurement or not, Wagovi is prescribed based on it. So Wagovi is prescribed when the BMI is 27 or greater with at least one weight-related issue, such as diabetes or high blood pressure, or can also be prescribed with a BMI of 30 or greater. Well, number six, semaglutide, is meant to be used long-term, not short-term. It isn't a cosmetic drug. In other words, no injecting it several months before your high school reunion, and it's not for celebrities or influencers who want to drop weight to look a certain way for a big event. It's a drug, and it's a drug with side effects meant to treat the disease of obesity. Don't miss this. You ready? Once you start the drug, weekly injections, you will need to inject weekly and remain on the drug indefinitely. Let me say that one more time if you missed it. Once you start the drug, which is weekly injection, you will need to inject weekly and remain on the drug indefinitely. Why? Otherwise, you can regain the weight that you've lost. So let me say this again. You need to be prepared to pay for the drug if it's not covered by insurance and stay on it long-term or likely regain the weight. I really make a big deal of this point. So you give it consideration. Are you willing to do this for both the expense if it's not covered by insurance and the weekly injection? Okay. Currently, Ozempic is covered by most insurance companies because it's used to treat type 2, type 2 diabetes. And remember, I mentioned a little bit earlier, it's dosed differently than Wagovi. Currently, most insurance companies, including Medicare, do not do not cover any weight loss or they're often referred to as anti-obesity drugs. They do not cover any of these. They're still considered, unfortunately, vanity or cosmetic drugs. I'm so hoping this will change. How? Obesity has finally been designated as a disease not just a lifestyle issue. So just like we have the disease of high blood pressure or diabetes or heart disease, obesity is now designated the same way. So hopefully insurance companies will start to see it that way and cover the drugs. But for now, the cost per month, or rather your cost per month, unless your insurance helps out, could be 1000 to 1300 or more every single month. Number seven, according to the drug producer, there are side effects for you to consider. Typically, these include nausea, diarrhea, and vomiting. Medical data suggests that these side effects can be managed and often do resolve themselves for many people. The dose is often started lower and then increased if needed. There is the potential and report of other side effects, which include pancreatitis, gallbladder and kidney problems, and thyroid tumors. The National Library of Medicine Medline Plus information sheet on Wagovi suggests that if thyroid tumors run in your family, be sure and discuss this. We don't have long-term use studies at this point to know about long-term side effects of Wagovi, but at the same time, these GLP-1 receptors 
or these receptor agonists, as the drugs are called, have been used in type 2 diabetes now for quite a while. If you take other medications, be sure and review them with your healthcare provider and your pharmacist, as there are some drugs that should not be mixed with semaglutide. The use of Wagovi is a personal decision, and you want to make it in discussion with your healthcare provider. The more you know, the better decision you can make for yourself. Knowledge is power, and you are worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.